Hello and welcome to the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast with me, clinical somatic educator and founder of Total Somatics, Heidi Hadley. The Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast has been designed to help you gain a deeper understanding to how your mind and body work. You will learn about your amazing mind and body and why over time you can feel pain, recurring injuries and poor posture. Within this podcast, I will teach you why this doesn't have to be your future or the norm for you. Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, just before we get started, if you're watching this on the Total Somatics YouTube channel, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe and press the notification bell. So every time an episode is released, you're the very first to find out. And today's podcast episode is the last of those extracts where we've been looking at a recent workshop series that I held. And so if you get the opportunity to watch it on the Total Somatics YouTube channel, you'll be able to appreciate the slides that go with this part of the discussion. So just before we start, I'll give you a little bit of an introduction into what this extract is referring to. As you're aware that this extract is looking and it's following on from the previous podcast where we were looking at this dysregulation within the nervous system that can happen and that we have these different patterns that appear in our nervous system and how all of this is impacting our on our emotional health and well-being so in this episode or in this extract we're going to look at two states that a dysregulated nervous system will create and that is depression and anxiety so we're going to delve into this subject in greater detail so enjoy this is really interesting uh, because what we have here is two states And we're going to consider how they show up again. Remember, we looked before at the red light and the green light. So if we consider the state of like depression, this is where we're in that red light pattern more. So it's like the shutdown of the nervous system. We get like we lose our motivation. We can get flooded with all these emotions and feel incredibly overwhelmed and just have lose that zest for life. Really, we just 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 existing. You kind of shut the door to the world. You just don't want any hassle. Just curl up into a ball. And so the emotions that show up here are like sadness and a suppressed anger, you know, because you want to say something, but you know from previous life experiences that in order to stay safe in maybe a a childhood setup where you had parents or somebody that was shouting, you knew it was safer to suppress and not show anger. Because if you did, you would then get the, the brunt of that issue. So you learned a behavior pattern to suppress that anger And there's also things like layers of toxic shame and, you know, so many things are are stored like that. So you go into a shutdown. We looked at the last time, remember, with the impala, the animal in service of survival, that impala shut down and feigned death. It knew it was the best way to try and get out of a situation. This is the same with that state when we just drop down. So this is looking at how the nervous system is dysregulated. Now, you, you're going to see these asterisks just here. So I'm going to come back to them in a moment um, and explain them a little bit more here. But the anxiety is the other one. So this is your green light. This is your high functioning anxiety. Go, go, go response. This is hyper arousal. So this is where the nervous system is just bubbling up all the time. It's feeling this panic. It's got this scattered mind. You're like, you know, you, you just want to take everything on. You really find it hard to slow down. If you slow down, it feels really unsettling for your nervous system. It's all your nervous system is driving you to stay really busy. 
And then that's partly because there's a lot of things underneath that you haven't resolved. And if you keep busy and push it all down, you, you hope that it goes away or that you just don't have to resolve and deal with it. And you remember earlier, I talked about boundaries at work and, and in other settings, in family and personal relationships and things. You can sometimes be overcommitting or multitasking or people pleasing to get that person's approval. Again, can you see a lot of this is coming from behavioral patterns, which again, we want to look at how we can just manage and allow to regulate. And so this is really becoming part of your identity because when you're busy taking lots of things on people go you're so amazing you can do this and you've really helped me out with that and they'll be praising you and you're like yeah i'm really pleased and it is lovely and that's because you're getting that validation again however it can start to create burnout if we're not regulating and resting our nervous system we can't continue like this it really will start to increase cortisol levels and create that burnout and that high levels of inflammation and so often, and I've put here possible emotions because there's lots of different things, but there can be driving forces behind this, such as fear, sadness, again, that suppressed anger, different ways that people will try and manage it, shame and guilt. So you see, there's a lot of things that are driving these patterns of behavior, and we've all got them. But what's really important is now we're looking a bit deeper it's allowing us to have a more kind, compassionate approach for ourselves, but also for others. And when we're looking at how we interact with others, how we can be less reactive and more responsive and consider that we're all coming together with more or less different levels of dysregulated nervous systems and how we can manage our own regulation um, to work more efficiently. Because if you feel that a person triggers you, because, you know, trigger and trauma are like the in words at all the time at the moment. They, but let's consider this. If you feel somebody triggers you or a setting triggers you, well, you know, different things will trigger you. You know, you people put the blame and they say, oh, it's, it's that that's triggered me. Could I encourage you to stand back and actually consider that there's always going to be chaos. There's always going to be craziness going around outside. But really, our responsibility is to notice what is triggering us and really that means we need to regulate our nervous system because whatever happens in life that so-called trigger will show up somewhere else a few years or decades later if it's undigested or unresolved it's going to show up elsewhere and that's going to impact our emotional well-being our maybe workplace situation our family dynamics our relationships with others can you see it's really about coming back to our own self and noticing what can we do to regulate our nervous system so when something comes along it could potentially trigger you but if you've been doing your own work you can stand back more objectively and respond to a situation rather than be reactive because i'm going to refer now to these these things that are in red and we've got here on both of them endorphins so you have natural hormones and painkillers within your body that are kicking off. So you've got this amazing drug cupboard in your head that's releasing all the time. Now, in a state of depression or in a state of anxiety, because you're either end of this, instead of being regulated nervous system, you're either end of this dysregulated spectrum, as it were. What happens is you're, you start to release hormones, endorphins, and you can get addicted to them. You can absolutely love them. And so we can start to become addicted to a state that we live in. And that's why it can become our identity, but it can be that we actually enjoy living in that state. We are enjoying the release of those hormones that are coming out. 
that are reinforcing this behavioral pattern. So it's like, can we start to regulate our nervous system? Because those endorphins, when they're constantly pumped out too much, eventually your drug cupboard doesn't know when to open or close the doors to release those hormones. And in the end, it just flings open and it will just keep releasing them and it becomes a dysregulated drug cupboard to our body. And it's just not going to work efficiently. And then this is the next one here. We've got like that depression, depressive state. Now, I'm not a big fan of the word victim. I think it's used in quite a derogatory way sometimes. So please forgive me when I use that because I mean it in the best possible sense here. But sometimes what can happen is, is if we live in this, this state of just low tone and low energy, and, and we've just lost all zest for life. Again, the hormones can make us enjoy being in that situation. And because it's a shutdown mechanism, it's a survival mechanism, our perception, and it's the same with the green light as well, our perception can be looking for the negative of everything. So whatever anybody says or does, it's a negative slant that's been perceived by that dysregulated nervous system and it can create a bit of a cycle of a victim that everybody's hard on them or you know different narratives that can come out so again that's not great for our mental well-being it's not great for our self-worth it's not great as we interact in society so can you see why it's so important to come back to a regulated nervous system and again dissociative behavior that's when we just disconnect and we just don't notice the sensations and the feelings in our body anymore we're in a survival mechanism. We just live in our head. We overthink, we overanalyze, we ruminate about everything. And we've shut down noticing what's going on from the neck down. And that's the same with the anxiety side of things. We can be addicted to the endorphins. Remember, on the go all the time. Oh, I love this. You know, it's like you get a surge. Oh, I could, could stay doing this for hours. But again, keep putting those hormones up and up and up. And it's going to change your inflammation levels in your body. This is what's interesting. The next one is a fixer. And I want you to consider your own family dynamics. It might be your immediate family. It might be extended family. It could be colleagues at work, whatever it is. But can you identify the two different personalities, the, the sort of red light and the green light individuals in their emotions um, and manners? You've always got somebody that wants to be a fixer. You know, oh, I can sort that out for you. Um, oh, no, you don't have to feel like that. You know, and they just want to fix everybody. They feel it's their role to do that. But if you've got somebody that's feeling really low and they're just not sort of, they've lost that zest for life, you've got a fixer trying to tell this person what to do. It's actually very overwhelming for their nervous system because remember, when their nervous system shuts down, all of the areas of their brain and PET scans have shown this, all of the areas of their brain, which is for focus, awareness, concentration, decision-making, their listening, reasoning parts of their brain have shut down. They're in a survival mode. And all they can sense and feel, because we're so sensory, is this hyper arousal, hyper go, go, go energy that's coming from the green light person. And they just hear the intensity of their voice and they sense, because we're all very empathetic, they can sense this intensity and it's way too much for their nervous system. So it creates fireworks and we can see it in work situations, in family dynamics. And if you consider in recent years where there's been like a global pandemic, people have worked from home or they've just not been close together. If they still have dysregulated nervous systems, they come back into work situations and it all kicks off because you've got people of these two ends of the spectrum that are really not being able to regulate their own nervous system and meet in the middle. 
isn't it fascinating it really is fascinating when we look deeper into this and likewise that dissociative behavior that dissociative behavior again is where if you want to stay incredibly busy you don't want to slow down you don't want to stop and just feel the moment and sense it the more you keep running and just taking on more things people pleasing there's no boundaries it means you can push everything down smile to the world and you again live here up in your head so you don't feel what's going on below and so there's a little sometimes little whispers of symptoms that your body are calling out back pain or heart palpitations and different things like that but you don't notice it because you've disconnected there's this dissociative effect you don't sense and feel from the neck down and this is a survival mechanism and then one day something happens like you have chronic pain you have some heart problems you have a severe back pain and it just stops you in your tracks and you think i didn't know this was coming but the whispers were getting louder and louder and you just didn't notice and so this is why we have to really take care so that we can listen to those whispers that are coming from different areas of your soma and we can start to continue to regulate so what were your thoughts on that extract there because I'd love to hear from you. So if you're watching this on the Total Somatics YouTube channel, please share your comments below. I always love to see them and see what get your feedback from these extracts. And also in the meantime, if you would like to learn more or start to implement Total Somatic movement, mindset and mindfulness into your lifestyle, please go to totalsomatics.com, click on the shop page, and within the shop page, you will see there's an array of workshops and audio classes that you can enjoy. Also, if you're interested to go in even deeper and having my support and my guidance and even more resources, then go to totalsomatics.com and click on the Join Now page. That's where you can register to join the membership. And if the membership doors are currently closed, when you go to the Join Now page at totalsomatics.com, you can leave your email address there. And the next time the membership doors open, you will be the very first to find out. So until next time, all my love and my very best wishes. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.